The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hello. What's up, buddy? Nothing much. How you doing? Oh, Never been I over here before. excited today, boy. Never sat this far away from you. I feel, uh, feel lonely. That's all right. I'm right here. Okay. But you're over there for a damn good reason. I am. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest, very dear friend of mine for, oh, shit. Almost 25 years, man. I'm getting old. Uh, um, my dear friend, Sean Callanan, world champion archer, Bass Pro Shop pro member, Watchman Stove pro member, pro team member, more importantly, because that's what we're talking about today, the, the Watchman thing, Stove. The thing looks crazy. It looks awesome. Sean, welcome to the pit, brother. Thank you for having me. So... <laughs> We, you turned me on to this a few weeks back, and we finally got together this weekend, and boy, did we play with this. And what happens is, a lot of times when you're lucky enough to represent some companies in the outdoors, Mm -hmm. you get an opportunity to try new things, Mike. And so each year we'll try 25 things, and maybe two are wildly successful. And so I was telling telling Magsy about a, a fishing rod that folds up to get... To be this long, it's telescopic. Okay. I set the hook on a beautiful bass a few weeks ago, and of course, it took a section out and a section out, and it went in the water <laughs> and in the water, and before you knew it, I just had the reel, you know? So so that's a loser. <laughs> that's it. That, that's one of the 23 that gets cast aside, but this Watchman stove is amazing, and, and having, you know, over 30 years in the design industry, mm-hmm. it is a master of simplicity, isn't it, John? And it really is. I, I've used it on the Canadian border. I've used it on Lake Champlain. I had it out in the middle of Winnipesaukee last month ice fishing. I've used it on my on my deck, my my pool deck. Um, we've used that thing in Gillette tailgating. It goes right in the back of your trailer hitch. That's what's nice. And I'll tell you, you can get wood for that anywhere. And that's what we're here to talk about today. And, mm-hmm. and John, uh, we I cooked steak tips for John, and we have a name for those steak we get, tips. We like to refer to them not as steak tips, but as mistake tips. Okay. So, because Sean had said it's it's any type of wood. I'm like, do I need to bring anything? You know, an apple, a mesquite, a hickory. He goes, no. I I go, what do you what do you use? He goes. I use the mistakes that the kids make cutting and measuring from the wood shop at school. I go, you're kidding me. That's he the goes, mistake oh. tips. And I walk, so I walk in. I'm like, there's no way in hell. And sure enough, this is what we got. We now, got just these two are mistake as, cuts. Right. What the kids did was they were doing this neat lesson on pneumatics, mm-hmm. and they were playing a game of basketball where the pneumatics pick up the ball and drop it in. So these two were as accurate as government spending. So, of course, I took them aside because wood is fuel, <laughs> and that's what made the mistake tips. And John was surprised, uh, shocked would be the word I'd use, at how good those steak tips were, and it was, it was fun. So it, it burns so hot, you don't have to worry about what type of wood you use. 
You're not going to use pressure-treated wood, obviously. Right. But, um, yeah. but you can use any wood other than pressure-treated wood or painted wood. Because you're not supposed to cook with uh, – you're not supposed to smoke with pine. But you can use pine in this just because it burns so hot. So you're getting all the – it's burning all the, basically, chemicals off. Yeah. It, well, that's it. And, and I use studs a lot. If you use uh, clean studs, mm-hmm. they're about as good as it gets because they, they burn roaring hot. And we're going to share that and show that to you. But so – Lower and slower. So if you mm-hmm. want a hardwood, oak, for instance, if you put that in there when you start it, mm-hmm. so we'd start it with pine and then you'd use oak. Okay. That burns low and slow. So if you wanted a lower temperature and you wanted it to last longer, that would be a good solution. Maple is like that. Any of your hardwoods, hickory, anything like that, um, hemlock, of course. Mesquite, yep. Mesquite's another good one, Mike. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to get uh, hotter, and that's what we did. I wanted those flames up, and I like to run them. Just where they every now and then break through the grate. Okay. And then I'll lay, if you could pass me that, John, I'll lay like a stud. I think on the angle of that, I lay the stud like this, and it almost acts like coals, and it gets roaring hot. Now the outside is charred or um, seared, I guess you gentlemen would call it, mm-hmm. and it's charred. And the inside was as, as tender and juicy as I've ever oh, had. Oh, they, they were fantastic. I oh. mean, they were phenomenal. And that's like, it's... It, like you were saying, it's it's like a um, it's like a wood chipper. It looks you know? like a wood chipper. Just put the looks just like put a the stud right in, chipper. and yeah, it's, you're good to go. That's it. It, ha- it has a little vent underneath where you feed the wood. Mm-hmm. It, it's a square, so you f- got the chamber. You feed the wood. Then under that is a air vent. Yeah, it flows. Literally, I'll sit there with a fire pit, and I'll sit there fumbling over myself for 20 minutes trying to get the thing going. Literally, I had that up four feet worth of flames coming out of it. Less than a minute. I was going to say minutes. I, I'm up and running. Less than See, a that's minute. That's nice. You don't, need a, you don't need a charcoal basket. You know, like the big green egg. Yeah, it's a nice cooker. But again, you need a charcoal basket. You know, you got to carry it somewhere, you, you know, depending on what size you get. This thing, you throw in whatever you have for wood, and you're good to go. And like, they, do, they do make an, a charcoal basket okay. accessory. So if you want to do cook with charcoal, you can. Yep. And, um, I'm going to share that to my thing, but the, um, the, the, I see you're wearing a SIG hat, and I'm a big SIG Sauer fan. Same here. And Same so here. you have what you call an EDC, an everyday carry. And, and the reason I mention that is I have Kamado grills. I love Kamado grills. They're cool. But they're for uh, all-day cooks. Yes, they're for correct. big turkey, things like that. So your everyday carrier, everyday griller, that's what we mainly – that's pretty much mm-hmm. all I use. Because – with with that, you can drive right into the, your professional outdoorsman. So we're not home a lot. Are you're we? not home a lot <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, but, so you can drive that hooks. They have they make an attachment that hitch right into your tow hitch. Yep. And the has an S receiver for it. Hooks right in, locks in. You drive that right into base camp, set it right up, and you're good to go. Oh yeah. Well, that's why I mean I'm dying to get one because again we go to Maine a lot and where the cabin is. The ground's not all level. So, like you showed me before the show, the legs adjust. Has adjusted So now legs. you can go on any surface. Thumb screws, by the way. So it's completely toolless. And mm-hmm. that's a variant of what we would call a rocket stove. Are you familiar with the rocket yeah. stoves or the rocket grills where they have that angle? That is the best designed variant I've ever seen. And, um, you know, to your point with bringing it into Maine like mm-hmm. that, I bring it to baseball games. So my kids have those games where the baseball games where you play a game at 8 and then you play again at noon or something. 
I just leave it on the truck. I've got the pin with the lock. Yep. Off it comes, and the burgers are flying. So and it's yeah, it's great. And you know, it's um, the tailgating, fantastic. Lakeside, you're not going to have any problem mm-hmm. in camp getting that, uh, getting fuel for that. You know, pine cones, great starter. You asked me the other day, uh, pine cones are great. Pine needles are great. Uh, if you go to any of the various coffee shops, those trays, those are phenomenal. Okay. The, the, the Dunkin' Donuts yeah. trays, the four holders? Those are phenomenal. and Go right up. Right, and you put them in now. What I tend to do, Mike, is I use what, what uh, you know, forever supporting the craftsmen and tradesmen because that's what I teach, you know, in that industry. Um, I use a tradesman torch, the little torch. I put it down the bottom with some of this wood, and before you know it, it's up and running. And that's what we did. And I had that um, probably about 500 degrees in seven, eight minutes. That's beautiful. Oh, it, it, it that is beautiful. It was, in, it was insane. Ugh. He was shocked at it. And, you know, again, I've got the other grills. I just find myself using them less and less. So outside of a big pork or an all-day, uh, you know, turkey, I shoot wild turkeys. Um, you got to kill them before you can grill them. That's kind of, <laughs> kind of the way it That's works. That's the rules. My wife asked me why I, I, I shoot pears and put them in the back of my truck. I said, I tried it the other way. It don't work. You know? <laughs> well, that's Ted Nugent's famous yeah. line. You yeah. can't grill it till you kill it. And that's it. And so if you were to do something big like that, mm-hmm. then, you know, every grill has its place. But what exactly. I find is that's all I use now because, you know, not just hamburgers and hot dogs, but that plate below is called a potato plate, that warm-up plate. Yeah. And so one of the tips I was showing John was I put a glass bowl. So if you were to go to Maine, get a glass bowl, and then when you cook the tips, you put them in the glass bowl, and they stay warm on that on that potato plate, which is that plate down below where yep. the handles are. I also, that's where I prefer to cook uh, baked potatoes. So you, you wrap it up in, in a, uh, you know, an aluminum foil, if you will. Um, I cook them three-quarters away, then I open them up, and then that's when I would put in other things like butter, butter. And all the things we shouldn't be eating, you know, bacon and, right? It's so delicious. I know. <laughs> no, you're even, right. Even what I noticed when I was, because you told me, here, yeah, t- take it home and play with it. So his phone goes off every, every show. Every show. It's away. fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. But the, um, the side plates, they, got, they get hot as a firecracker. So you can sit there with a little half tray or even like a, like a loaf tray, mm-hmm. and do sausage, peppers, and onions. You can have right. that sitting right there, and they're gonna they're gonna cook as you're cooking on top of the the surface itself. Anything basically wrapped in tin foil, you can throw that's right on it. there. That's that's you could go on there. Yeah, I, I like to use the aluminum trays that you'd see at Thanksgiving time, or, mm-hmm. or you know the bigger ones. And, and uh, I like to do the um, I like to do a lot of things with it, but mainly like sausages. And when you do peppers and onions, things the closer you go naturally to the middle of that channel, the hotter it gets. Yeah. Yes. But what I found very surprising is you would think the middle of that grill magsy would be the hot part, and off to the edges would be maybe cooler. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very consistent. So the whole top of that grate stays consistent. And you decide, I can control that temperature usually, um, I would say within 10, 15 degrees, you know, shy of wind or something like that. Uh, what I was showing John was how to place that wooden and get exactly what you want. I can't do that with a regular grill. I have no idea what a gas grill is. It's it's very difficult to get any level of consistency from certain grills, right? Mm-hmm. And with she- and you really can't get that temp up with them either. No. Right. You that's no, no. a good point. You can't join. The you, gauge says 500, but you you ain't catching that. No. No. Oh, no. no. You're and, looking at like 450. Hey, Johnny, do you want to do a show and tell on this before or after the break? Because I've got a headset over here, so someone yeah, we can do it. Because I actually I got the dimensions right here that we can go over. So 
Yeah, because we could use this cam, and then people could get to see it. You yeah, could yeah. point out the features. I uh, will head down your way. Yeah, you could take that headset off, and I'll give you another one down here. We're professional. All right, yeah, do you, you know all right. Do you uh, do you want to handle that? Or you want me to go with you? Do you have a? Tough deal. I got one headset, but can Johnny we... can hear you. Um, yeah, I can hear you. Just yeah, I'm on. He keeps me on a tight leash. Here. I got like four <laughs> feet of cord. Take those headsets off and. Yeah, we'll, All right, I got it. I got this, guys. <laughs> so, are you familiar with uh, Metal Creek? Yes. Okay, that's same material that a Metal Creek is made out of. That's right. So, is is that um double wall anywhere or check? That is thicker wall. Okay. So it's Good. Not double wall, but it's thicker wall. The other thing is that's made by Winchester Metals, mm-hmm. which is an American company out of Virginia. And Family-owned You'll company. be able to see the camera and view up there. That's what I like. Right, about I need to get my fat ass out of the way first. Who, you know, deal with metal every day. I mean, they're a big metal distributor every day, so nobody knows metal. Uh, what, 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 what? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you told me to take it off. Put it off. Uh, what happens, John, is Mike and I were uh, talking it. That is made by a company called uh, Winchester Metals out of Virginia, and it's all... American employees, American parts, as, as much as possible. And I think that's one of the neatest things in today's day and age. When, you know, if I call, I talk to Ben Phelps. I talk to a family member of the Phelps. And to me, that's old Americana, and that's neat. That's really neat. Someone's there to answer the phone. Yeah. Not just someone, but the owners. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I've reached out to him on Saturdays just for questions, figuring them will answer on Monday, and three minutes later it comes up. I said, wow. You know, that's what America was, was good old-fashioned know-how with family-oriented companies that, you know, bought and sold in America that backed their product. You get all of that. But um, and, and I have nothing to do with sales, Mike, or commission or anything. I just test these. And I was telling John, you know, the coolest thing with that is that, you know what it's going to look like in 20 years? <laughs> Just that, like that. Same thing. It's not going to change. It will knock it out. It's, so it's, what I have gotten, it is, it's a very simple design. In, you know, really, like I said, it looks like a three-foot wood chipper. It is, um, the dimensions are, it's 20 inches wide by 30 inches high, 22 inches deep. Um, the whole unit itself stock, minus any of the attachments, is 75 pounds. Okay. It's made of 3 inch and quarter inch carbon stainless steel. The stove body itself, so the... I call it the funnel. I'm not The sure. funnel, if it's you will. I think it's the college <laughs> days have it. <laughs> is uh, 6 inch by 3 sixteenth wall steel square tubing. All, you know, all welded together. The cooking grate, it's 14 by 14 inch stainless steel cooktop with uh, 3 16 inch laser cut hinged cooking surface. Just easily flips up, almost zero, almost zero effort to do it. Two pins. So you'll see, and and I think. Two cotter pins on each side. Everything in it is toolless. So if I were to adjust the legs, they're thumb screws. If I was to take the legs out while traveling, again, thumb screws. The top is two pins that that you could easily remove. The rest of it is plasma cut. So that yeah. would be uh, drawn in plasma cut, and then the top part is laser cut. So the accuracy and the tolerancing, um, you know, that's my, my nerd getting in the way, but the tolerancing on it is awesome. You know, some of these things are, you know, they, they're really weak. I mean, when you look, that's put together like a $10,000 shot. You can beat the shit out of this thingy, and it's 
Gonna look the exact same. I take care of my I take care of my equipment, but it but I I can't help but be rough on it because of what we do. I mean, um, so yeah, to yeah, we've been pretty rough on that. And again, it it looks great, and more than anything, it cooks great. I love the handles a plasma cut on the side. Sides in the sides they refer to on the on the website themselves. They refer to them as the potato plate. Yes. And, and that plate, that potato plate, as you see, is a great warm-up. I like to use it for coffee. So if anything but a plastic, naturally a plastic tumbler. But if you have like a stainless steel or aluminum like that. or oh, uh, my wife would love that. Uh, it's awesome. Oh. And you put it on there. And you know, Mike, it, it just keeps it hot. And if you're – I also – how many times have we grilled and something's done and something else isn't? So you put it right on the warming tray. Mm-hmm. When we were grilling the other day, we had the metal bowl, uh, the glass bowl. Right. Holding the heat. And the, the whatever steak tips were done, mistake tips were done. They were sitting in there, staying warm. Then on the back side here, you have the receiver mm-hmm. to hitch up to the back of your truck. Then you got the tube. Now, how do you get the ash out? They how thought, do you get the ash out, they John? They thought of everything. That, that's what I mean. Everything is, is, couldn't be easy. Right here, right underneath. Ugh. Simple, right from the bottom. Looks like a little spatula. Oh, yeah. Pulls right out, and everything just drops right out from underneath it. And it looks like we still you have a vacuum. Little, little remnants left over. Now, it, they, they give you an aluminum um, pan, if you will, so you can pull it like a wood stove, right? And so if I'm leaving, you know, I was talking to Mags the other day, so I'm, I'm pulling out of Gillette. All I do is you can control how quick. I can get that in 10 minutes where it'll be cool enough where I can touch it. All I have to do is, is, you know, you slow down on what you're doing, pull that, let it fall in the dish, and 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, you can put it right in the truck, and it's cool enough to touch. Uh, Magsy, before you get out of there, can you show them how I taught you how to clean it? I think, um, I think on something like that, I might use... Uh, just use a regular piece of board, just like so, because when you're in the field... You're not carrying scrapers with you. You're fitting whatever you got in your backpack and what you can carry in your arms. Yep. You are at base camp. So he asked might, me for a brush. You might have it. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, just where's the metal brush? Magsy no said, metal brush. Magsy says, where's the brush? I said, you're bald. You got a brush? <laughs> True statement. All you do is take a board like so and literally uh, we'll do it Always go way. with the grain the other way. There you yeah, go. but the angle of the camera is here. Just literally scrape it across and it comes right off. And then, because we cooked on it, we didn't clean it off. So when I got home to play with it, mm-hmm. I took it home with me, virtually fired it right up, virtually just, clean, just burn it, got it, yep. got the flames going, just took the board. Literally, everything came off. Two swipes, clean as a whistle. You can start right over, all over again. And and then you just take that one, which will have some level of charcoal on it naturally. Just throw it right in the hopper. Right, now, just, just dump it in, and away you go. That's it. Now, one thing, Magsy, on the bottom, if you could be kind enough to pull out that ashtray drawer thing, I think one thing I would do on the design of that, um, you know, and I talked to Ben, and one of the things I would consider is, do you see the forward edge of that? Which you point to finger, yeah, that's where I'd put a scraper. So I could design teeth in that that could be plasma cut that I could easily do that. And now it's serving more than just one purpose because you would use that before you needed, you know, before you had the ash full down yeah. there. And that would kind of, yeah. wouldn't that be a cool idea? And I think that would be something I would add to it. I think shy of that, they nailed it. I, I really think they've nailed it. Well, they um, also, I mean, the other good thing is you're out ice fishing. And like you said, 
it's you can have a campfire. If you fl- like, John, that's will you amazing. flip the top for that? So we would flip the top, Mike, and we do it all the time. And there's two reasons. So let it lay all the way down carefully, if you would. And now we use that as a fire pit. That is awesome. And you know why I started doing that out there, Mike? Is the snowmobiles were going, were flying by, and you're out there and you're ice fishing, and of course it's you know it's a big lake, and everybody's going to share the lake. But by having that big fire, I had two things. I had a little warm up hut that they could use, and they also could see me, so I knew I wasn't going to get that call again, right? Mm-hmm. So. That was the whole idea behind it, was to, to safely have a, an environment and let people come. We use it when we skate on the ponds for a warm-up. The kids will warm up around it like a warm-up pit, and then we cook lunch, and right back to skating, they go. And the other thing, I, awesome. the yeah. other thing I noticed oh. is all the heat goes up. Mm-hmm. Nothing stays down. Like a regular fire pit, you throw your, you know, your feet will be down on the ground. And they're burning. You'll feel it. Oh, yeah. I did a quick, went quick live on Facebook when I got home playing with it. And I literally sat there with my hand underneath the thing. I could sit there all day. There was very little heat. So you're sitting there on the ice with an open fire. There's no worry with this thing. Making it some wars. sit there all day. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. A uh, little quick advertisement. And uh, we'll be right back. Attention, barbecue fans. If you're hankering for some meat when you're on the go, I'd like you to try Two Guys Beef Jerky. It's smokehouse cilantro beef jerky with fresh cilantro and a classic blend of spices and flavors. This smokehouse cilantro jerky will quickly become one of your favorites. One bite of this amazing jerky and you'll be hooked. A three ounce bag sells for $8 and will sell you three bags for just $19.98. That's a 20% savings, but that's not all. For our Pit Life Barbecue listeners out there, we've got a special just for you. We'll throw in a bag of our bacon jerky free. This is fiery, sriracha-style bacon jerky, and it's addictive, and it's absolutely free. Three bags of beef jerky and a bag of bacon jerky for just $19.98. That's a $12 savings right there, and that's still not all. Order now and put BBQ as your coupon code, and we'll even pick up the shipping. Go to twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Put three beef jerkies in your cart and put the coupon code BBQ and we'll automatically include a free bacon jerky and cover the shipping costs. Twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Three bags of the best beef jerky you ever tasted. It's one bag of the addictive bacon jerky and free shipping on the whole order. Order today because this offer expires soon. Twoguys.com slash jerky. And we are back. So during the break, we were talking about how the one thing I did notice was how quickly it cools down mm-hmm. after you're done. So like you said, you were saying about tailgating down at Gillette Stadium. It, yeah. And what you want to do is, um, you know, naturally you're going to back off once you're done cooking, right? And then what I like to do is take the pan that they provide you. I keep it in my truck. I keep a, a couple of boxes of uh, mistakes. These woods, I live across the street from a lumber company, so I never have a problem oh, getting convenient. scrap. <laughs> and I'm telling you, stud is about as good as it gets. If you can cook with stud, pine, uh, any of the other things. In fact, um, so once I pull the ashes, there's nothing to continue to fuel that. So it cools right off. I'd say 10 minutes tops. Yeah. You could put it back in the truck and then put the pin in it. Now, um, one thing, Mags, you brought up uh, that was a great point was, um, do you feel like you're not going to get the taste because we're using wood that isn't mesquite, that isn't, uh, you know, a, a flavored wood, if you would, and what did you find out? It w- there was no difference. It, it, it was literally restaurant quality hmm. tips. 
Uh, the, it, mistake tips. He keeps getting them. <laughs> mistake tips. These freshmen worked hard at messing up these projects. <laughs> I, I can, I I can vouch for that because there was a few boxes back in my day that were yeah. all on me. Yeah. So what did you season the tips with? Uh, we didn't. We really? Didn't. No. Straight okay. out. Straight out. They were, and they That's were so, impressive. they were so, we, were salt and pepper, we, gotta, that was it. we gotta get you down, but the outside was charred and, and, uh, we have a picture of it. I don't know if you can share that, but, um, uh, I had a picture of them going and, and, uh, yeah, I had, I had, I had posted, I had posted them on, uh, yep. on the page. So you can go to the page and check those pictures out. I mean, oh my God, this thing is like. It, awesome. it, it's just a master. I mean, it's a master of simplicity, and like I said, that's what built America. You know, these simple devices that, through iteration, got to a point where there's nothing to really do to that. No. Um, it, the only thing, like I said, that scraper on that forward piece, I think, would be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And if you ever so slightly angled that, you know, it'd be great. Yeah. That would be easy to do. Um, well, it's on the it's it's on the same basis of old. I mean. This classifies old school barbecue just like a real deal smoker, an offset smoker that you just feed them with wood. Right. You know, and I mean, the, the SCA steak cookoffs. We that were talking was the about other thing. that. It's, uh, our good friend Steve Ray, Ray from the uh, Owl's Nest Barbecue Show, he had messaged me and said that would be crazy to do at an SCA cookoffs. And you could. I mean, and, and he made a great point because all you, all you do is throw a grill grate on top. Yep. And there you go. No one's guaranteed, no one's ever seen it. Right. Probably. No one's ever used no, no. one yes, in there. Yeah, yes, over. Right. The reality is, Mike, everybody, you know, we go out and we do, say, an ice fishing show. We go out and we're, you know, now we're getting into open water season and turkey hunting and uh, things like that. Everybody that sees it says, where has this been? Well, I knew and, nothing about it. Uh, and you two, do, you two do this. Like, you live this. And so it's my, uh, it's my everyday carry. That's my, you know... Uh, Sig nine millimeters, what I've always carried. That's what I trust, and that's what I trust to grill with. You know, nothing like grilling with a Sig on your hip. There's nothing like that. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> anybody can grill, man. But I'll tell you, when you grill with a Sig on your hip, that's that's America. Oh, uh, we need so, pictures of that. We need pictures. Yeah, yeah. So, Sean, we, um, let's just quickly talk about some of the people in groups that you're involved with. We know, you know, Bass Pro Shop, and you know, who 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 else do you work with? Well, we do. Anytime you're involved in the outdoors or be lucky enough to be involved in the outdoors, um, you get a chance to work with, they call them sponsors, I call them friends. So I have, uh, I work with Bass Pro Shops and when you say Bass Pro Shops, we have a camping department of a multitude of talents and so, um, you know, Rich Nudd comes to mind. He's a grilling fanatic who has taught me so much about Kamado grills, tabletop grills, uh, you know, all, you know, we sell tons of grills. So within Bass Pro Shop, we deal with a ton of different companies. You know, you talked about Maine and camping Garmin. I don't go in the woods without a Garmin GPS on my hip. Or, mm -hmm. uh, so I, you know, do a lot with Garmin, Bass Pro Shop, Cabela's, uh, the all, you know, Bach Automotive Group or DCD Holdings now. Um, so Toyota, Tacoma, uh, you know, now the new Tacomas are pulling 7,500 pounds. And wow. I'm getting 24 miles to the gallon. So I gave up the Tundra reluctantly thinking I might be a little undergunned, as you SIG guys would say. And I'll tell you, that Tacoma hauls anything. And I'm getting 20 to 24 miles to the gallon. I mean, That's nice. so those are some of the companies that I'm, I'm lucky enough to work with. And Watchmen was something that, through curiosity, we opened up a discussion. And 
it seemed too good to be true, and, and oftentimes they are, but again, it won't go down. And, and nobody works these, in our opinion, harder than us because we're out there. Mm-hmm. We're out hunting. We're out, you know, fishing. Uh, we're never out in good environs either, you know. Um, I do uh, prefer to do a lot of my stuff in the Adirondacks, which is, you know, just harsh elements, mm-hmm. you know. And It seems like when I'm smoking, it's always raining or freaking snowing. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Johnny, and, we've got a good picture of the truck attachment, which you couldn't demo for us. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah there it is. It might now, be worth people. And I believe that's my, my friend Ben Phelps there on the back, and he's demoing. So there's a little, uh, I guess it's Z-shaped. And it's a tow bar that goes in the hitch, and the watchman goes on the other side of it. Um, now, uh, Ed is a producer, and Ed, uh, I have a picture on my bobcat where I've actually uh, retrofitted it so that I can put the watchman on there. I think I showed you that on yeah, Winnipesaukee. Yeah, really? So when I drive down Winnipesaukee, I drive right down <laughs> like John Wayne with the watchman off to the side. And the reason I, I do it. that is one of the most important, you know, a couple of different steps in ice fishing. Number one is to not go through. If number one goes good, <laughs> if number one goes good, right? Move on to number two. Yeah, move on to number two. Don't screw up lunch, right? <laughs> and so we bring that with us. And in the back of the little, it's a it's a little uh, bobcat um, pickup truck. And in the back, we have the week's freshman mistakes. So it's uh, it works out great. And if, if you can find a picture, it's really cool. But we had uh, we had a few. If not, we can provide. Yeah, that. I can throw a couple more. Where do you have to go online to get by the Watchman stove? Where can you get the Watchman stove? It, it's funny. They're they're uh, mainly they're online. If you Google Watchman stove, what I like about the online store that they have is I have all that information. And and they are online, but I love the fact that they have like video tips and video recipes. So. Um, if you call, you're going to get a person, not one yeah. of those robots, you know. Yeah, and you can contact them at thewatchmanstove.com, or you can give them a call at 1-800-535-2148. And don't be surprised if a family member or an owner answers, and that's cool. That's, again, back to the old-fashioned America. This is a big metal distribution yeah. company in, in Virginia, in, in uh you know, I've called and asked questions, and what I like is you see people welding those. Mm-hmm. You see people work in the plasma cams or people that did the drawing in the CAD work to get the geometry to plasma cut, and, and that's neat. You know, it's um, so typically uh, they, they run, I believe they run $3.99 online. It's typically I've seen them $3.99 to $4.49. Okay. But now, what can I ask you what, I mean, shipping a, a like what? What shipping costs? I have exactly no idea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no just asking. Just that. asking the question. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's no, seventy-five pounds. So yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's um, yeah, it's 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 funny because it at first you look at seventy-five pounds and you think it's heavy if you had to carry it in the woods. But I've carried some of my out of shape friends out of the woods and they've all been more than seventy-five pounds. <laughs> so to carry this in, um, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> so we we pick it up by the handles. Two people like you and I can walk with it like it's nothing. Um, I leave it on the truck, and I drive the truck. Like, if I were to go down the beach, like last summer, you know, we drove down to the beach, and and you can drive out on the beaches, uh, many of them legally with a permit. You can drive that right out on the beach, take it off, and put it on the beach. So that's how I prefer to roll. If I had to carry, I put John on one side, I'm on the other side, and you can walk with with the handle. And I'll sit on it. (laughs) Now, (laughs) 
Um, and it's a contained fire. So if you had your family around that and you were doing a fire pit, I opened the top, and I've had some phenomenal flames come out of that. I've had some big fire pits. And right. it's contained, so there's nothing to worry yeah, about. Yeah, there was nothing sparking out or anything. Right. It, where, you know, that isn't always the case, you know, um, in, in many of the places I go anyway. Now, you're probably going to say, but um, accessories. They have <laughs> griddles. Now, the griddle, I have a picture of that with that. Uh, it's funny how life is. My family, like I said, this is mainly what we use. So you get all these fancy grills that you've uh, compiled over the years, right? And you've seen the tomatoes <coughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Betty Ford for grills. For grills. It's all right. But what happens is um, I, we get up Christmas morning and the kids are all excited to open up the presents. So after the, the chaos ends, you know, temporarily for a little bit, they wanted scrambled eggs and bacon and everything on the watchman so there's a grill so what you do is you lift that top all the way open as we showed you if you were to do a uh, open fire fire pit and you put the griddle on the top and the griddle is a big rectangular piece and you can cook eggs on that uh bacon uh, there's just so much you can do on that i would cook the bacon first because you want to seize that grill with the bacon fat move that through i towel off anything that gets a little uh, you know, if you, you get anything that's a little bit bigger, in the middle, that will stay the hottest. The edges are perfect to store and keep things warm. So nice. as I cook, I move to the outer edge, if you will. Yep. And uh, that griddle is slick and quick. It just goes right on there. Um, works great. Uh, I like to season it with olive oil. I just heat up the grill, and I put it on a on an old T-shirt or a rag and just wipe it in and get that whole thing cleaned up in three, four minutes, I would guess. Yeah, they have the, they have the griddle. They are actually from one of the, I can't remember when the YouTube video came out, so it could be out by now, but when they did that video, they were in the process of uh, designing a smoker for it. So you Sweet. could start yeah, smoking that- on it. They have um, a uh, charcoal basket if you want to cook with charcoal. Mm-hmm. They have the basket available for you. Well, there's a little, yeah, there's a little plate. And it's got a W on it for Watchmen. That's laser cut as well. And that goes on the bottom. And you could use regular charcoal. Or you could use lump coal if you chose to do yeah. that. So you just load that in through the top. Exactly. And then, okay. And, then, and you would load that in through the top. And, and you could drop a wooden match in there. And that would go. That would be a way to do it. I find those little torches are phenomenal. They're, they're, uh, what the? <laughs> you and that phone, brother. No, it's, well, it, it's, it's. Well, that's all right, Mike. Because it is actually that time. <sighs> Sean, thank you for joining us, my friend. My pleasure. I appreciate yeah, thank this. you very much. Great time. And that's Great all Great this product. week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. You can catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. Catch the audio on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and other podcast catches. On social media, find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at PitLifeBBQ. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your uh, questions and comments to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com and like always please subscribe like rate and review hit that share button we keep growing every week and we thank you guys for it and you will hit subscribe you'll never miss an episode never download automatically for it and you're good to go but uh sean again thank you for joining us mike it's always a pleasure Pleasure meeting you and uh until next week keep Keep the the smoke smoke rolling. rolling 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.